genre. everybody and welcome to true believers the podcast where there's never enough said about the mcu today we are covering black widow i am ray ruzzo and i have with me as always chris o'connor i'll see you in court and becca raybergen why 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 are you taking me to court because he's scarlett johansson <laughs> all i did was give you a theatrical release like you asked for well i mean i i saw it at home <laughs> I did both. So this is a movie we have been waiting for for a very, very long time. I mean, both of the fact that it was oh supposed God. to come out last year. Um, May 2020, right? Yeah. yeah. But also okay. in the fact that Black Widow should have had a movie a long time ago. And if it wasn't for yeah. studio douchebags being studio douchebags, we yeah. would have had it. <laughs> would, uh, do we know why we didn't get it earlier? The same what, reason. What? I mean... Presumably the same reason we didn't get Captain Marvel sooner is just that it just was it um god who was it that was in charge uh well, I was uh the one who used to be in charge of Marvel TV and then got the boot Maybe. like after Kevin I uh, was it Perlmutter? Yeah, Perlmutter. I think it was Perlmutter. He was just complete He did not bag. want people of color leading. He did pretty, not pretty, want pretty women aggressive. leading. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And then eventually eventually Disney was like, mm, "We're done with you." But Kevin, you're Kevin. You are in charge of everything. Yeah. <laughs> and Kevin's like, "Yay! Finally, my plan, <laughs> my plan has come to fruition. My plan of you know producing billion dollar blockbusters has come to fruition. I had this plan before I even started as a script supervisor on one of those other movies, X Men. Yes, that one." <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know what he was. He a was no wait, on, I don't know. If, but he was a he was a credited producer yeah. on the first X Men movie. Wasn't he? Didn't he do Blade too? Also, uh, I think? yeah, so yeah. He worked. On, he maybe worked he on was those an two. assistant there. I don't remember. Yeah, somewhere he was an assistant there. But I think his first producing credit was was X Men. Yeah. Uh, listen to Franchiseography also on Dueling Genre. Yeah. They talk all about that. Yep. I uh, I was Pretty just cool. on uh, I was just on their Logan episode. So. Ooh. Nice, nice. Talk about a superhero movie that kind of bends genres. Well, one of the things I talked about on franchiseography on Logan is that it really proves that superhero isn't a genre of movie in and of itself. And I think we can really go into this. I think, Becca, your mom said, this is a Bond movie. Yeah. Black Widow is basically a James Bond movie. It is. Like, it has, like, the almost space station, and you get the, you know, the evil villain <laughs> monologue, which was done absolutely perfectly. And just the pacing works, and the use of, like, the, the you know, quote, lost girls, the trash girls, as you know, oh. for trafficking, and just yeah. that general, like, 
thread throughout the movie. Everything just works and makes sense as a Bond girl. You switch out a couple of the characters as Bond and probably put in a She even has her cue. Yeah, she, was like, she does. Getting her all yeah, of her well, stuff. <laughs> he was in charge of logistics. He got he got her stuff, but not yeah. Q. He didn't no, get to do anything okay. cool. No. Okay. He didn't get to say that, you know, this does Arguably. this. Although to be fair... To be fair, in the Bond movies, the Q Q hasn't had anything to do since the '90s because cell phones made most of the Q branch pointless. Mm. And arguably, Melina is Q. Yeah, oh, yeah. I guess <laughs> she, she is the uh, science person. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so going into this movie, after all the trailers came out, where you see like the flashbacks, like little Natasha with blue hair, kind of like had me going, "Oh God, what are we getting ourselves into right now?" Little Natasha, who looked so familiar to me for the longest yeah. time. I was just like, and then, wait a second. And then who is that? It turns out it's Mila Jovovich's daughter. <laughs> and it was like, <laughs> like, oh my god, it's all it all wow. falls into place. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely looks like her mom. Yep. And and I mean she looked like she looked like Scarlett Johansson for the part. Like it worked. Yep. Yeah. Know? It was like I believe I believe that that was young Natasha. Also little Yelena was <laughs> um Nell Crane on the Haunting of Hill House. That show is just feeding feeding into Marvel. So we have some proof that McKenna Grace is not the only child actor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we were supposed to originally get this May twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's the fact that it should it should have happened many years before many years before that, but also the point at which the movie takes place within the timeline, it should have also taken right. place. We should have gotten it yeah. well before this. We were talking ah, about how you would slot so this into a chronological rewatch. And yep. we basically decided after Black Panther and before Homecoming. Yes? Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it's implied it's like, you know, Ross, once we get past the opening, you know, setup. It's implied mm-hmm. that Ross is still, it's like very soon after the events of Civil War. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, like, after after Black Widow, because that's like three weeks and Homecoming well, is like six months. Yeah, like Civil War and then Black Panther, Black Widow, those could go, <laughs> Black, Black, they could go, uh, you could kind of do either yeah. one, because I don't think either kind of feeds the other in nope. terms of timeline stuff. Yeah, they both roll right off preference. of the events of Civil War, including the title cards in this movie. Yes. The yeah. location title cards. I'm just like I love I like that style. <laughs> I really like that. It's 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 li- it's nice. I like it. Yeah. I was just laughing so hard cuz I had recently rewatched Civil War and I'm like they're back. That's the, that's the best way to do it. I love it. I, you know, rather than the little thing like at the bottom, which is like trying to pretend it's not there. It's like, oh, you recognize this. Here, I'll put it in a subtitle for you. And it's little <laughs> print. It's like, no, 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 no. You're watching a movie. Here it is. Ba-doom. Yeah. <laughs> but our first setting is Ohio in 1995. Yeah. Ah, yes. The Americans. Pretty much. Uh, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. 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 Very much the American. Have you guys watched that show? I watched the- a little bit of, of of the first season, but I didn't really. Yeah, I started, but the sexual assault in the first episode was really off putting, and I <laughs> did not rough. continue. It's pretty rough, that and that's fair. sort of, and it, it's pretty rough throughout, uh, considering the uh, the subject matter. I made it like into. I still need to finish it. I'm like in the <gasps> third season or something, and I think they did five, but very good. It's very good, and it is exactly my kind of jam. <laughs> it actually took me until like the opening credits to remember i'm like oh yeah that was actually happening and a big deal like 
It did. In my lifetime. Like Dateline episodes, you know, 48 hours episodes, uh, you know, all sorts of things yep. on the TV about, you know, the, the various sleeper cells within the United yep. States, uh, Soviet agents. Like, I'm, I don't know. Um, I didn't read up on any of them. Uh, I'm, I'm sure that the dollop has done a couple episodes, maybe some true crime episodes like other podcasts. Um, but, uh, I can't recall like the circumstances of these sleeper agents and their families. I think a couple of them, like their kids, actually, I think anybody who raised kids here, their kids are still here. They're like, I have no idea, you know, who my parents are and what's going on. And I was raised in America. I'm American. What is this? <laughs> yeah. Very much, very much the way Yelena would have been if she had just been able to grow up. Gotten to stay. Yeah. 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 Poor baby. So yeah. I pretty much changed my mind immediately on this flashback thing. Um not not like the moment that Alexi comes home and tells them that they tells Melina that they have to go. I don't know. Yeah. Just like watching watching the sort of meticulous way that they clear out where it's mm -hmm. clear like they've run drills. Yeah. Even little tiny six-year-old Yelena knows what she's supposed to be doing right now. Without yeah. her shoes on. And <laughs> get the bullets. <laughs> and it's it was especially jarring for me once they get to the, you know, the farm and they pull the, the plane out and she pulls the wedges out from under the wheels. Like, that's yeah. just a normal thing for a three-whatever-year-old to do. <laughs> I, th I think she's six. She's six. She, she was six. It okay, started six when she was three. Okay. A, a little older than mine, so she's like in first grade. Yeah. You know, and then you get like that moment where it's like, no, this isn't the Americans, and Alexi like just chunks over this yeah. big giant trailer. <laughs> we like, have to what? show you he is super soldier now. Yeah, <laughs> let's establish let's establish this here. He's uh he's not your average Joe, <laughs> especially since he's going to be hanging off a plane as it takes off. Yeah, and just absolutely murking people left and right. Like just, <laughs> he's he's like running backwards and leaning over his shoulder. Pop face, pop face. Like, oof, pop geez. tire. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> One of my favorite bits of this opening sequence. Once they're in the car, Helena goes. Put my tape on. Put my play my song, and they Aww. put in the cassette, the you know cassette tape. Children, this is what we used to listen to music on. Um, I know. Oh man. And and it's American Pie, and it's playing as they go by. You know the Friday night football game. And Before like, the movie ruined that song name. Yeah. <laughs> it, yes, this is true. Yep. But it was really good. Like it's you know they're playing it against all these like quote americana you know ideas yeah yeah as this you know suburban sleeper. neighborhood yeah. yeah shopping centers yep. football and it's like bye 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 bye, bye all of it <laughs> in a in a big yeah. way time to go to cuba time to time to get trafficked by some uh, schlubby old guy in a tracksuit. time oh, for God. some of my all-time favorite movie intro credits oh yeah <laughs> these were Really, yeah. I get chills yeah. now listening to that cover mm -hmm. of "Smells Like Teen Spirit." Just I had never heard that cover before, but that, <gasps> it's a pretty. It's on its own. It's a pretty chilling cover. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, it's that's a mood, as the kids say. It's a whole ass mood. And I love the uh, I love the sort of altered like photos like through the nineties and aughts, and it's like, oh hey look, there's Boris Yeltsin. Yep. Oh hey look, there's Condoleezza Rice. <laughs> yep. I think I saw Donald Rumsfeld. Yeah. All the, I think it showed pretty much all the uh, presidents. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. E except for, obviously, 
45. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think 44 was in there either. No. Yeah, the last, he the, was they, not. they left out the last two. Yeah. Um, but interesting to note, this is the only Marvel movie with an opening credit sequence. Yep. And yep. I think yeah. it works here. Again, it's that James Bond sort yeah. of thing where it sets the tone for the film to come. Yeah. Instead of like trippy like guns and, and hot chicks around like gravestones and, and guns. Yeah. yeah. It's just getting... a mindfuck of these terrible yeah. things it's happening like, oh, to oh, little oh. girls. Yeah, you're getting yeah, and it's yeah. it's so clearly saying this is this is the traf this is trafficking is this story is going to be about these girls it is going to be about power and influence and you know all of that and it just knocks it out of the park for me and there's nothing glamorous about this which is something i really like it's so easy to sexualize female spies like We've been doing it forever. We've been doing it forever. It's yep. how Natasha was introduced in Iron Man 2 as like the sexy femme fatale. And it's how she was introduced in the 50s in, in that's Marvel true. Comics. Oh my god. <laughs> that's the whole point. I don't know. Is, you know did I talk did we back to back to Mata Hari? I mean, come on. Did I did I it is quite a troop. Talk about this on the show before that Natasha appeared in the comics. The same year that Rocky and Bullwinkle went off the air. Yeah. Yes. And you mentioned that was the first I heard that. It's basically the same, same character design. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Working with someone named Boris. I'm like, you, you ripped this. <laughs> She's going to fight Moose and Squirrel? What is going to happen here? <laughs> squirrel Girl. Her, her mortal enemy, <laughs> Squirrel Girl. <laughs> Look, that's going to take a couple decades before she gets to go after Squirrel oh, Girl. Man, that- it would be great if Squirrel Girl once thwarted, like, Black Widow's plot. <laughs> <laughs> she probably did. Squirrel I mean, Girl and somebody from Alpha Flight who's in some way moosey. I mean, Squirrel Girl has kicked Thanos' ass, so... Yes, yeah. not a life model decoy, not a clone, not the Watcher made clear that it was the actual Thanos, yep. and Squirrel Girl defeated him. Yep. <laughs> we love Squirrel Girl. So after that, after the opening credit sequence, we pick up right where Civil War left off with Natasha on the run from Ross. That's another train who, station. I'm just William thinking, Hurt. I'm just thinking he's about just, William he's, Hurt he keeps coming back for these little things, and it kind of makes me think. It's like, buddy, do you do you just want to keep doing these little things, or or is there something more in the future for you? Are you trying Ooh. to tell us something, Thunderbolts? I was also just thinking about the fact that he took a job in what is now the least, like, not even. Barely recognized as a Marvel Cinematic Universe film in 2008, and he's still he's still ticking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just he's still going. Signed in fact, on. he's the only part of that movie still going. I mean, we're going to get um, Tim Roth is going to come back as the Abomination, in but that'll Shane. be yeah. his first and official then, reintroduction. And then in She-Hulk, yeah, yeah. So so we've got some of that's coming back, but still no no Betty, you know, no no Betty Ross, no. Um, that is really it, unfortunate. Samson? I think they would have yeah. to cut a very large check no in order leader. to get Betty Ross back in the MCU. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cut that check. You got that money. Do it. Seriously. It's the money you didn't give to ScarJo. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> well, they might not have that money for long. <laughs> <laughs> so, I have oh, to... Oh, just give her the Betty Ross money. <laughs> We've been saving that for a rainy day. 
We thought we were saving it, and then we had to give it to Natalie Portman, but we figured out. <laughs> Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman's protein money. So I just love the way this scene plays out of like, it seems like it should be very obvious that she just left her suit and tracker somewhere else for Ross to find. And she's off on a boat <laughs> headed to Norway. But it still like kind of surprised me when I saw yeah. it happen. And I'm like, a little misdirect. It's like, oh man, he's going to, she's going to kick all their asses. No. It's like, no, <laughs> she's too smart for that. Right. That's the thing. That is, I think above and beyond like what Natasha's superpower is, is, her intellect and her yeah. strategy and her ability to have you not see her coming. Yeah, no, she she's really good at at analyzing, you know, the set data and intelligence that she has and finding a way to manipulate that to her best interest. And in this case, she ditched her widow costume, put on some civvies and got on a you know, presumably a plane and then and then the ferry. Yeah. 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 We just don't get to see it too much because so often she's thrown into these situations where it's like, well, how are you going to sneak away from Whiplash? And how are you going to sneak away, sneak away from Thanos? It's, it's like, mm, well, you got to do the big fights. It's just, yeah. it's just all these big like, fight situations. But like but not we this got, time. We got to see it, you know, obviously in the in 2012, you know, Avengers, she you know, manages to grab a Chitauri and get up to Loki and finds a way to turn that to her advantage, but still not in her immediate wheelhouse. They even say it, like when she decides to go into the big fight in Avengers 2012, Clint's like, you're a soldier, not a, or you're a spy, not a soldier. Like, this is not your bag. Are you sure you want to keep doing this with handguns? (laughs) I'm out of arrows. (laughs) (laughs) I brought 12 arrows. You're welcome. <laughs> and I killed 12 of them. You're welcome. <laughs> I really liked how much of a presence Clint was in this movie without him yeah. actually being present in the film or having him take up too much of it. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's just yeah, meaningful we, lines here we got, and there. We got like two lines of dialogue from him, like in a flashback. I think that was it. We like got we him got, in the flashback, but then also it mentions, like, yeah, uh, oh, yeah, like the arrows in like, the in wall. Terms of, yeah the tic-tac-toe the, from when they were hiding out we now know what happened yeah. in budapest yeah budapest budapest shht, 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 shht. budapest budapest, <laughs> budapest. <laughs> don't be a budapest so, <laughs> nat is getting herself settled in her new hideaway life but meanwhile, in Morocco, in a trailer in a valley, trailer in a valley, and she's watching Moonraker. Oh yeah, that was kind of great. <laughs> and she knows she has memorized this movie. Yeah. She has seen it so you many times. My Python. It had a. It had well, a she would like I, that. Was also part of the the opening credits is like you show like the indoctrin- indoctrination of all the younger um, girls, like when they're watching the TV and they're mm-hmm. consuming all that media. They absolutely would have watched all the Bond movies. Absolutely. Yeah. And there was probably a shit ton of subliminal messaging yeah. buried in there because I just remember the Agent Carter episode, The Iron Curtain. She finds a real, I think it's of Snow White. And mm-hmm. like as Peggy's like scrolling through the frames, she sees like instill fear. 
like <laughs> in it. And it was like really yeah. alarming. Disney's been doing this since way back when, huh? <laughs> and then then no. Dum Dum Dugan got stabbed by a tiny blonde girl and it was really great. Yeah. So yeah. But before before we get too deep into the trailer, there's something in that trailer and we have to cover how it got there. So in Morocco, Yelena and Ingrid have been sent to track down a package which is being transported by Oksana. Another another attractive, slightly older woman. Yes. Yes. Maybe maybe like ten years older than them. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Um, a senior widow, air quotes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. From uh, so, from Molina's generation. Me, like mid thirties. <laughs> from Molina's generation, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, like 40s. But anyways, so Yelena and Ingrid have been sent to track down this widow who is, they don't know what she's distributing because they don't need to know. All they need to know is that they need to take her out. Follow orders. Exactly. Um, yeah. But I guess what uh, she has is this sort of antidote to whatever it is that is being used to influence like the, the chemical brainwashing, yeah, the chemical mind control. Uh, she has the the antidote, antigen, the anti whatever, the unfuck your brain. Um, yeah, oops. unfuck your brain. I like it. Yeah, the unfuck your that. brain. Um, <laughs> I have to say, out of all the things in this movie, that's probably like my least favorite part is just the like chemical brainwashing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it is pretty. It's it's simultaneously like too much and too little <laughs> somehow. It's right? it's kind of like this is absurd like that really this works like that but then also it can be cured with just a little like puff of smoke and like in a second you're like oh I'm fine. What? what and happened? I, oh okay. <laughs> Cuz like those girls at the end it's not going to be okay for them. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> um but anyways so Yelena stabinates her. Uh, oh yeah, oh, really yeah. hard. Yeah, I love. I I always love when that happens in, in a knife fight. You know, when somebody has like the knife trapped and they let go and catch it with the other one and just yep. slice them open. Like, oh. oh oh no! And it's and before like the antidote goes off in her face, like you know, the, she twists the knife and drags it through her gut. So it's like mm, it's over. Yep. There's, yep. there's no there's no way out of that. <laughs> yeah. No. Like, you lose. And also, just like and. Before the antidote hits, like, as Oksana, like, collapses on her shoulder, she just kind of brushes her off, like, uh, gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, Get garbage just off fell me. off. Exactly. <laughs> Ugh. But then she hits her with a puff of red glowy stuff, and she's like, oh no, what the little, hell did little, I do? Little sparkles in the eyes, mm-hmm. you know, sort of like a, like a, it kind of reminded me of like those little, like, sort of safe fireworks that you give small children. <laughs> <laughs> Sparklers. Sparklers and snakes. <laughs> so she immediately like digs the tracker out of her leg, which yeah, is like yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. She's like, she's like, oh well, I na- now that I know what's going on and who I am, let me just cut this out of my thigh. So she takes the stuff. She apparently gets moved into the Budapest safe house and gives uh, what's his face with what's his face? What is his face? <laughs> he got a character name. poster. He got okay. 
okay, this is one of the things that drove the internet nuts. I can't even remember his name, the actor or the character, but he got a character poster like back in 2020 and, and everybody was like, oh, this has got to be Taskmaster, yeah. right? This is, oh, secretly, this is Taskmaster right here, guys. Guys, guys, this guy's Taskmaster. Nope. No, he's nope. just a guy. He's just a fixer. A guy who gets trailers and helicopters. Trailers, <laughs> helicopters, and fake IDs that say Fanny Longbottom. <laughs> so that's how the antidote ends up with Natasha, is that yeah. it gets moved. Some of her old stuff from the Budapest safe house he puts in the yeah. Norway safe house. Yeah, you might want this. You know, it's stuff from this thing that happened 15 years ago, and I guess... Nobody else used the safe house in that time? What? Sure. Oh, well. sure. Sure. We'll go sure. with that. And nobody fixed the arrow holes. Like, <laughs> nobody <"What?"> fixed. Oh. <laughs> I love the arrow well holes. Care of... It's not a very well taken care of safe house. Not early. But uh, I guess as long as it's secure. I guess. But is it secure? It's not really secure. We're going to no. find out very quickly that it's not secure. That's right. No. Because because Nat picks up the MacGuffin, puts it in her car, and drives down to get, yep. you know, some gas for her generator. This T-bone at the intersection was just like, you, And I saw it What's, coming. You, like, uh, we saw it coming. Not a T-bone. That's a javelin. It was like a <laughs> rocket hitter. It was, like, it was great. It was perfect. I saw it coming. It still made me jump. Yep. Yeah. The first, of, the first of many car accidents uh, where it's just like- <laughs> You should not be that mobile. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, oh this is not how car accidents work. This is not, is how, not car how car accidents cars work. Or missile strikes. Or missile strikes. My God. Oh, oh. she's just like, she's like just in the front of the car like, oh, man, what was that? No airbag deployed. No nothing. She's just like, ah, oh, rough. Oh, I'm going to shoot that guy. <laughs> well... <laughs> I mean, uh, there's the horrible part of her, like, trying to not go over the bridge. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah that was yeah. that was a thing. But, you know, Taskmaster, fighty, fighty, yeah. scary, because he, yeah. he does yeah. everything she does. Um, yeah. <laughs> With, uh, like, armor and shield. He's got the shield, the cap shield. He's got the shield. Um, yeah. Throwing that around, slinging it around, just like Cap. Also, <laughs> the, the Winter Soldier and I flip. Much yeah. older night, yeah, yep. Lots of good little choreographed uh, callbacks. Yeah, yeah. But then Natasha realizes that he's not after her; he's after the MacGuffin. Yeah, it, that that little moment where they sort of like flip up and then square off, like staring at each other, mm -hmm. and and like Taskmaster's like, okay, I'm not going to continue to punch this person. I'm like, what? Okay, I I mean, I I we I guess we get what we get later on when we know who who what taskmaster is but it's kind of like the borg where it's like oh you are no longer a part of my mission i shall turn away and go do my thing i'm like mm -hmm. really Re really no yeah no. it was <laughs> i don't get that it's not ah, it's just a weird choice <laughs> but, but it works you know... because like taskmaster is so thoroughly kicking nat's ass that that's really the like, only way she can get away <laughs> it doesn't yeah. Yes. Yeah, she's well, kind yes. of getting ass wiped but, all over. But not enough to just walk away from her. Like the 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 thing like, "Oh, it's over there. I shall stand up and walk away." I think, and of course, she continues the fight and it and then gets her ass kicked more, but She got Spartan kicked off a bridge. 
Yep. But, but she after pulled, she got the thing that mattered. Yep, she pulled a good switcheroo. True. Yep, yep, yep. It, it was, was sort of like Yondu sneaky. opening up the expecting the power stone and finding <laughs> and the troll doll instead. <laughs> <laughs> she pulled a Star Lord. But if Yondu had just listened and not opened up the orb, Yondu never would have known that he got duped. <laughs> Schrodinger's <Ooh>. orb. <laughs> Schrodinger's <laughs> troll. <laughs> Or Schrodinger's Infinity Stone. Yeah, Schrodinger's Power yes. Stone. Yeah. That's what it is. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she gets away. She she uh, she makes it through the frigid, cold, icy waters. Ugh. Oh God, man, she gets put and, through a lot physically. Yep. <laughs> and then she checks out the files and finds the photo booth pictures of her and Yelena from when they were a child. Aww. Oh, it's so cute from long ago. It's like she, I guess she, yeah, she just had that on her and she's like, here's your thing. Yeah, this way she'll know. Well, I noticed it on a second rewatch um, that in the opening oh. credits, you can see Natasha, little Natasha. She gives, yeah, yeah, she, yeah, she, she, she like, has them, she gives them, yeah. Yep. You, you see them there, they're, they're, they're like, there's a chain of custody that makes sense. Yes. Yep. Um, so then she goes to Budapest to confront Yelena. Mm-hmm. And we get the fight sequence that we saw in all of the trailers. That was I know you're out there, freaking billion. <laughs> Let's be like grownups. Is that what Ooh, we are? <laughs> oh man, I love. Okay, so you know, like there's the inherent silliness of like two native Russians speaking in English the whole time. I mean, of course, it absolutely makes sense. You know, it's just a thing you have to do because they don't speak Russian and we don't speak Russian. So duh. But I love their accents. <laughs> I know. And, like, in a way, it makes sense that Natasha has defected to S.H.I.E.L.D. at this point. She's been in an American organization. She probably actively For, like, spoke... yeah, 15 years, 20 years. She's actively, like, stopped using... She probably stopped using that accent to make uh, the her, like, American co-workers more comfortable with her. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Code switching. <laughs> exactly. It's like uh, you gotta fit in, gotta gotta make the other shieldies not feel quite ner- so nervous about you being in the top secret spaces. Especially because yeah. you can kill them with her with your thighs. <laughs> also with her pinky. Oh. Well, yes. I just like watching the widow flip, and but I like the, seeing the all of the other quicker. widows doing the little widow flip too. We get a yeah, lot of yeah. widow flips in this movie. <laughs> so many. <sighs> I mean, you know, triangle chokes are are boss. I love yep. those. Yep. Yeah. Um, so I also really it's a pretty surefire way to kill people. I also really like mm-hmm. how long this fight went on, and just like how yeah. Oh man, they ended the up like wrapping each are other just instantly. <laughs> yeah, and then they do say truce in Russian. That yeah. is cute. Yeah. <laughs> It's like you know they're they're fighting with knives and breaking plates over each other's heads, and it's like oh this is this is dangerous and serious. And you know they get to the to the to the the curtain and they're like choking each other. And I'm like you know I was I'm like looking at it. I'm like oh no that's some good gi choke. That's some good like you know yeah. sash choke like technique right there. I like that. I like it. Mm-hmm. And uh, but but then at the end like they're both there like choking each other and kind of pushing on each other with their feet, and they just look like kids. And I'm like yeah, that was yeah. what I was like, thinking. I'm like, like I'm pretty sure I've had that fight with my brother <laughs> we should stop yes let's stop 
And I think that was like a really important element of the scene is like they did look like they were sisters. Like they look like this is the kind of fight that it's like that weird dichotomy of like it's very childish, but they are very deadly. And that is a strange combination. So Yelena gets pissed off that Natasha's there because it's like, uh, I'm she wasn't on the supposed run. to come there. She, yeah. she, she was supposed to take the vials <laughs> to her super science friends, to uh, you know, Mister Billionaire Tony Stark, or to you know, Captain Steve Rogers of America, or you know, one of those guys who was going to solve the whole thing, and she was just going to turn on CNN and see that Drakov and the Red Room had been destroyed. What are you talking about? Drakov's already dead. <laughs> no, you dummy. <laughs> I killed him. It was the last step in my defection to Shield. Clearly, you failed. You. Dummy. I blew up an entire building. <laughs> that doesn't oh, mean did that people would have died. What about the small child? <laughs> she was collateral damage. <laughs> I like how we're acting out this scene. It's, we're doing very well. We're hitting the emotional beats just right. So well. <laughs> did you see the body? There was no, no. body to recover. <laughs> he pulled a Peter Pettigrew. <laughs> All they found was a finger. (laughs) (laughs) And it probably had one of those, like, stupid Russian crime lord rings on it. (laughs) And so this beautiful sister reunion gets promptly blown up. Also, also in this beautiful sister reunion, uh, Elena points at the kitchen wall and says, what kind of bullets do that? Those are arrows. Those are arrows. But yes, and then oh, Red Room yeah. shows up. Yeah, yeah, yeah a, a pack of widows. Uh, <laughs> suddenly... I looked it up. I looked it up. A group of spiders can be referred to as a cluster. So I started referring to them as a cluster of widows. That makes sense. Mm. Yeah. Although in terms of like spiders that group, I'm pretty sure black widows are like some of the most antisocial. Because that's oh, yeah. one of those things like about yeah. like silk and like spider silk and like silk from, from um, what are they, caterpillars, worms, whatever. Mm-hmm. Where do we actually get silk from? Like spider silk is stronger, but you can't get spiders to hang out together because they just murder each other. Right. There are there are no social <laughs> spiders. Especially especially black widows. And black widows are some of the least social. <laughs> they, they're like, I hate you. And they got the Die. name, of course, because I they killed you. their mates. I'm gonna paint, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna paint a giant like, right sim- ah, red symbol on we, my back. We have we have finished our mating, and now I shall eat you to feed our young. <laughs> that's the way they got the name. That's, that's right. Oh, yeah. That's how they roll. <laughs> anyway, spiders. Spiders suck. Yes. We get this we get the fighty we? fights. We get the fighty yeah. fights, and then we get a really awesome rooftop es- escape. Yeah, you and Natasha some, some taking good... a whole bunch of falls. She should not have yeah. survived. Yeah, that was that was yeah the one. So the one that like falls off the falling stovepipe or, uh-huh. or like drain pipe and like just splats in the concrete. I'm like, oh, yeah, and like she but looked then, appropriately injured. Like yeah, you like could her, see her leg was bent the wrong way. It uh. was clearly twisted around. She had broken that leg at least. There was uh, blood everywhere. Other things, um, but yeah, Natasha's. Like, falling on, like, the sort of vent, like, shaft. Natasha does a three-point landing. (laughs) I guess, you know, yeah, yeah. She uh, slows her descent by hitting a couple of things on the window. I mean, Yelena went through a window, right? But, I mean, it's a movie, so anytime you go through a window, you're fine. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because there's nothing dangerous about broken glass. (laughs) 
We all know it's just sugar. Mmm, <laughs> tasty. Tasty, tasty glass. glass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so to illustrate the point of the widow's plight, and like you know, the fact that the people that are trying to kill her now are are the victims that she needs to save. Uh, you know, she goes up to her. You know, she goes up to this widow on the floor with her clearly shat, you know, destroyed leg, and it's like it's okay. You know, we can help you. I don't, you know, anything. And she brings up her her arm. I don't want like, to do know, her, this. Yeah, her widow's stick. Yeah, she gets that line off, and Drakeoff back in his base pushes the terminate button, and she. Blasts her own face. Oh, oh that yeah. really sucked. That yeah. really sucked. Yeah, I mean, man, yeah. Well, that demonstrate because we hadn't really seen a really good demonstration of the how much control he of, had, right? Of this control, because we saw yeah. Elena be freed from it, but not what it's capable of the, on, yeah, the, 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 on the, the flip side the limits of yeah. uh, just how much control there is. It's like, I can make you kill yourself. Unlocking <laughs> free will. Yeah. Which, I mean, we get to the best demonstration later. But yeah. that was a, but this one was a good demonstration. And so when Yelena tells uh, Natasha what's wrong, you know, what's going on and what they need to do, she's like, oh, no, I'm right there with you. A hundred percent. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. So they make their yeah. first so- escape stop. On the road. Um, yeah. Nat steals Elena's motorcycle keys. Yeah. Which one is it? The brown <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah. And then Taskmaster. And then the tank arrives with some freaking awesome oh background God. music. Yeah that, was, yeah. that was some good music. This yep. is a pretty good chase. It kind of had me, it gave me the shades of uh, the tank chase in Goldeneye. You know, that. speaking of Bond movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit. Not quite that extreme. It's still good. It's still, still good. good. Still good, yeah. but uh, yeah, <laughs> very much like that. But uh, yeah, going through the going through the traffic and then just the armored carrier like following them, just crushing vehicles mm-hmm. out of the way. I was like, oh god, this is so yep. terrible. These and the, poor people. And just like the the <laughs> lack of care for you know this the just collateral damage reminded me a lot of the car chase in Winter Soldier. Yeah. yeah, yeah, especially because like Nat has just been coming off this very like she's been very high profile and very public where she has been trying to keep people safe. That's part of her being like, d- yeah, sorry about that. Like, you know, like yeah. going through like beep beep. Yeah. yeah. But then like, I'm sorry, when when Yelena carjacks the guy. Yeah. And what do you want me to do? Unsteal his guy? <laughs> Put your seatbelt on. You're such a mom. She was right. She, she was. was. Right. And the second time I watched that, I was like, what, did she have enough time? Yes, she had enough time to get the seatbelt on. Know, the seatbelt is going to save your life in that situation. Sure. You know, absolutely. Something explodes under the underneath your yeah. car and so throws it down into a subway yeah. station. So we skip that ahead past like, knocking life. out knocking out the widows on motorcycles. That's not the important part. The part that's important is, is that the car went into the subway. Blows up their car from underneath and it flips up and just rolls over in the air and then just like lands on its top and skids and goes down the stairs on its top and it, it and is in the subway and it and not amazing. only not only do Nat and Yelena get and out of no the car there's no deployed airbags there's no airbags and nobody <laughs> on their feet fucking gets killed 
Right? Oh Nobody God. in the very crowded subway station. On the stairs. Was, yeah, there had to have v- been people on the stairs. It was a very crowded subway station. Like, the when they go down the escalator, <laughs> there's tons of people on all sides. Just, just, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, and then so, uh, yeah, Natasha makes the tactical decision in the moment. It's like, no, 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 no. Don't stop your bloody arm. It's fine. Go. <laughs> they go and they go down. They like slide down that center part of the escalator, which I have always wanted to do. I know, right? Every time, I know. Every time I'm on one of those long escalators on the metro, I'm just like, I want to slide down this part. <laughs> I would have to do and, it on like a safe one first and not like one of the doom escalators at like dragon con <laughs> oh my god keep Center. me away keep me away from those um those marta escalators <laughs> those things terrify me yeah dc has uh i think uh one of the largest uh escalators in yeah. in the western hemisphere like uh I, I can't remember it was where i used to go to jujitsu but it is forever and yeah. it's like if you slid down that you'd be going for a while <laughs> terminal velocity might be Whee! might come into play well that's why they put those metal studs there so that you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a rough ride <laughs> <laughs> so they leave a nice trail of blood for taskmaster to follow a red herring if you will <laughs> <laughs> And they go on up to the vents to wait for things to cool. And there are still To hang out in her old hangout. <laughs> and there's still tic-tac-toe from when she and Clint and were hangman, up there. And hangman, too. There were a couple of hangman games. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. I wonder what the like, words were. <laughs> and I was just like I'm imagining the two of them stuck up there. And him convincing her to play tic-tac-toe. Because you know he was the one who... Like pulled that. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was probably sitting there like doing like sort of mental like exercises for like patience and time or something. Like reserting, resor, resor, uh reciting some sort of mantra, like ticking her fingers or something. <laughs> and he was he was just like, I want to play a game. Come on, <laughs> play with me. I'm bored. <laughs> we have all agreed that Clint is a perpetual five year old. I grew he up is. in this. He's a man child. <laughs> I I like to play with bows and arrows. They're toys. (laughs) I I really hope that some of Clint's affable man-childness comes across in I think it it has to. His his circus freak tendencies? I think it has to. I I think that's the only way the show's going to work, and I think that's the only way the relationship with Kate will work. Mm -hmm. And I think I think Jeremy Renner can do it. I think he can be, you know, a goofball. I think they can do it. I just feel like MCU Clint has been robbed of all the things that make Clint such a great character. Yeah, Yeah, he hasn't he hasn't really had a chance to be fun. Yeah, yeah. But I like he doesn't get to go around and say bro to the Russian guys in tracksuits. But the same way, but the same way that like Wanda and Vision didn't have anything much to do, and Falcon didn't have much to do, and even Bucky didn't have too much to do. No, the Disney Plus shows have given them all of them a lot to do, and I think that. It'll yeah. be good. To, it'll be good to see Hawkeye and Hawkeye get a, yeah. a chance to shine. And it was yeah. interesting to me, like looking back with Hawkeye and what what we're talking about, like him being kind of robbed of like interesting character moments outside of the farm. Um, and a lot of it comes from like he's one of the core like six Avengers, but he still feels like a secondary character once when they're all within that group. Like it still feels <laughs> very much like 
Yeah. You know, the other you know, he's one, never the big ones you know what are I'm, more important. You know what I'm waiting for? I'm waiting for the moment when Hawkeye just says, man, this bow and arrow stuff sucks. Give me that growth serum. I'm going to become Goliath. <laughs> God. I just, look, I want to see him I'm shooting. still in those issues. It's terrible. I want to I see the boomerang arrow in action, okay? <laughs> so life or death crisis averted for now. Uh, Avoided. Nat- Nat and Yelena go and, you know, they go to a gas station convenience store type place to gather up some supplies, patch Have up some Yelena's good character arm. interaction. Yeah. You know, you're so such you a poser. The... <laughs> you do the thing with your hair. You think everybody's looking at you. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Cause you whipped your hair back and forth. <laughs> but there's oh, also man. that really great line I, of, like, Yelena... I, you know, saying, like, I'm not the killer that little girls call their hero. Yeah. yeah. It's, and it's um, just I, so telling. I also yeah. I also really like the interaction where it's like, you know, uh, you know, oh, the red, how did, how come I didn't know about this? Why didn't you guys come after me or something? It's like, what are we going to do? It's in the name. If we killed you, one of the big ones would come. The big it's ones? Just like, Who are the what big do you mean ones? one of the big ones? <laughs> Who are the big ones? It's like, well... Okay, here's a hint. I don't think the god from space needs to take an ibuprofen after a fight. <laughs> and he super doesn't. He really... No, no. If Thor would not have a problem with Taskmaster at all. <laughs> Sorry, Taskmaster. Sorry, Sorry Taskmaster. Taskmaster. You, don't, you don't have the power of lightning. You don't rate. <laughs> <laughs> so there is something to be said for do not pick fights you can't win. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Uh, so once they're sitting down and, and drinking the beers, you have that great moment where they're talking about, like, uh, what was your, you know, what's your, like, what family story oh, what's your did story? you make up? Yeah, what's your story? Yeah. And we hear, mm. the, for the first time, Nat saying, my mom abandoned me like in the street like garbage. Mm. And then Yelena saying that she wants a dog and that she created her own life because everything yeah. was lo- left behind in Ohio. Mm-hmm. And then she starts bragging about her awesome vest. I love the vest. <laughs> I love the vest. It's the, it's the first piece of clothing I ever bought. It has all these pockets. It's so cool. Where did you <laughs> buy it? It's like, what? what is this? Army surplus? Question in question Europe? Mark? I, don't, I know. don't know. You don't know? I don't know how army surplus works in Eastern Europe. There has to be. There has to be. And then there's this great moment towards the end when Nat's like, finally like, hey, let's go, you know. Let's go find Drakov and kill him. And then they yeah. look and they're like, I saw where he, you know, put the keys. This was You're very much. Another car. This moment was very much a let's go steal a Russian super soldier moment. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. Did you guys see the thing on, um, I think it was on the making of uh, or, or, or some behind the scenes like footage. This whole scene where they're at the gas station like at night. Yeah. They did it on green screen. Yeah. I don't. Really? What? Mm-hmm. Why? Why? To do that doesn't make any sense. It, it really doesn't. And I saw I was looking at the thread of comments on that, and someone somebody said, "Well, if you do it all green screen, you don't have to pay union workers, but then you're still filming the stuff to put on the green screen, so you're still using the union workers." Yeah, you do. And then, like all of your workers are still union. That doesn't right. make sense. And then it's also like, well, if you're trying to get like shoot multiple scenes in a row and have the most control over the environment it makes sense to put your <sighs> highest paid features in a controlled environment and do everything else separately 
I guess. It doesn't give yeah, you a really good like it's, it's just still, so yeah. weird. And it and it kind of it kind of meshes with like um you know, the, there was a, a moment on film Twitter a couple months back when, uh, like, uh, Press for Eternals was coming out, and, uh, you know, like, the lines from Kevin Feige about, like, can you believe this is footage from the camera? And it's like, yes, Kevin, if you take the camera, the really nice camera, out to a really <laughs> beautiful place and take good pictures of the really beautiful place, it looks good on the screen. And I'm just and and that kind of meshes here. It's like, why would you shoot green screen for a night shoot at a conv- at a at like a at a gas station? I don't this, get it. I guess is... the economy has changed. The economy of like scale, you know, it green screen has gotten so cheap that it's probably cheaper to just be like, let's do every. You already said this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This this is this is what another Sorry. reason why I hate Avatar. God. Barf. <laughs> Oh my Arf. god, I can't believe that like three or four Avatar movies are coming in the a next A video game years. too? Oh I have no god. idea. Why? <laughs> it was bad. We should say oh it. Oh my god. Oh, Sam Worthington, welcome back to Cinemas Everywhere. Anyway. So then they hook up with a friend again who has gotten them a helicopter. I asked for a jet. Yeah, that's all I could yeah, do. That's <laughs> all I could do with those, the time he had. One of those ugly old 70s helicopters <laughs> that looks like... Perfect. It looks like a, a submarine that, like, thought it could fly. But it's amazing. she's got the two white suits, and she's yeah, got... Yeah. And some old uh, Arctic rations. camo! <laughs> and some rations yeah. that are stale and, and taste disgusting. <laughs> yeah. And it is time to go get... Our, our, the it's time to go get dad. <laughs> Who is currently, you know, bragging about Captain America and arm wrestling some dudes. And oh then this giant of a man sits down. Ah. And did any of you catch what his name was? Not Ursa. Yeah. Bear. Yeah. Uh, oh. Specific, yeah. I get it. So the actor went on. And was like, oh, I played the first mutant on, in the MCU, and everybody's like, well, mm, not really. You're not a mutant unless <laughs> you're not a mutant unless Kevin Feige says you're a mutant. Um, yeah, but like, come on, you're just a big guy named Bear. <laughs> but um, in Russia, but yeah, I guess There's in also the, comics, the talking bear in the comics. Well, yeah, <laughs> in the comics there is a mutant who goes by Ursa, I think, and he's like the yeah. Russian counterpart to the X Men. I mean, yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to talk too much crap about a guy that's like more than twice my size. But no, it's like, <laughs> come on, you're not the first mutant. Come on, you're just the big guy. To further illustrate the point that Hopper from Hawkins, Indiana, is a super soldier. He turned your arm much, to jelly. <laughs> is yeah. much stronger than he looks. <laughs> so let's talk about Alexi's tattoos for a minute. Oh my goodness, they're Carl, so great. His, his Karl Marx tattoos his on his Karl Marx. <laughs> And it fits perfect. I can't believe it. Oh my god, that's, it's that's almost, a lot of fun. You know, it's so much better than you know. These are my my guns, You're, Des and Troy. I picked them up. If, in Texas. If, yeah, if that was not already a thing uh, amongst like young communists everywhere, I'm sure there's some kids will right be now, now with Karl Marx on their knuckles. But he also oh, has. Oh, you kids! He also has a tattoo with Natasha and Yelena's <laughs> names. He has uh, yep. flowers on his shoulder, right? Yeah. 
Yep. And he and also then, has one of Melina's face, and I think it says love underneath it. Yeah, I, I like that. And then, of course, a bunch of actual Russian prison tattoos, which yeah. are all awful. <laughs> and then he's getting, the one he's getting on his back is actually the, like, like the Red Guardian red like, star, right? Ah. Because, of course, he's, it's not just the star, it's literally him. Right. Yeah. He loves yeah. himself. He, he loves really- the idea of himself. So, yeah. yeah, like this this talk about like uh, Captain America, and this was a lot of fun, like to think about, like him talking about, like, oh yeah, I fought Captain America, and they're like, and the other prisoners are they're pretty savvy, you know, they're and they're they're pretty savvy, and they know this guy can kill them with his finger with their with his fingers, but still, it's like, come on, don't give me this sh- this crap. What was this? Nineteen eighty two, eighty three. Captain America was on ice, guy. Don't quit quit feeding us this bullshit, and of course. At first, I was like, I was on the prisoner's side. I'm like, yeah, this, quit making stuff up, Red Guardian. And then it's like, wait a second. There are two reasons this might not be a lie. <laughs> One, Captain America went back in time and married Peggy Carter and lived in the house. And it's entirely conceivable that something might have happened where Peggy Carter, the head of S.H.I.E.L.D., went missing and he had to go find her. Or they're like, Steve, I know you don't want to mess with the timeline, but it's 1982. Ronald Reagan really needs you. And by God, you've got to fight the Red Guardian. Um, He would not be down for helping out Ronald Reagan. I'm just saying. But, but, well, against the communists, he might. But... Um, in addition to that, and it is kind of like killed in a later scene, but uh, Isaiah Bradley could, you know, it is conceivable that he also could have fought yeah. a different kind of Captain America. We don't know. I don't although know. He might, I don't, although he I don't might know. have been in jail by that point. He might, yeah. The Yeah, I don't know. We didn't, from the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, we didn't know exactly when that happened. He spent 30 years in jail, but we don't know when. Or from what conflict? I mean, like if it was Korea, I would Vietnam, think it would have been Korea, because that is where he been. fought Bucky. Like most, uh, we can. I mean, yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah. So thirty years, and then he would not have helped them in the eighties. Yeah. Okay, but maybe, so maybe they were still dressing Steve. somebody up as Captain America. Who knows? But then that person has to be able to hang with a super soldier. <laughs> as long as the super soldier is sober. <laughs> <laughs> something tells me Al- yeah something tells me alexi is not sober a lot of the time well i think he's not sober a lot now i no, think he might yeah. have been sober in the 80s i think he might have mm. been sober when he was the red guardian of the soviet union one when of the he... two superpowers yeah. of the world when he was at the height of his powers when he thought things were going great and that he was on the right side of history when he believed um, in the party when he yeah, yeah, when he believed, yeah. and I think, and I mean, like you know, uh, not that I'm, I don't, I, I haven't read enough of into this to be some sort of an expert on it, but there is something to be said for sort of the state of <coughs> of modern Russia after the fall of the Soviet Union, and a lot of the people who you know grew up under the Soviet Union are kind of miserable, and alcoholism yeah. is rampant, and despair is rampant, and like this idea that. You know, we lost, and what were we fighting for? And it's like, what was the point of it all? And, you know, the sacrifices that we made and the people who died, what was what was the point? Um, yeah. And so it's conceivable that in the 80s, I think Alexa... And 
we got that in Cuba when Alexi left yeah. Ohio and and he was there with Drakeoff and he's like, I want my suit back. I mm-hmm. want to get back out there. But this was after the wall had fallen. This mm-hmm. is after the Soviet Union mm-hmm. had collapsed. He's like, I want to be I want to be useful again. I want to do something again. But the Soviet Union, you know, the Red yeah. Room exists. The Soviet Union doesn't exist. Right. He's not so, fighting for these ideals. He's fighting for Drakeoff. Yeah, Drakeoff right. is now, yeah. And this man betrays him and puts him in prison. And so, yeah, why not become an alcoholic? Why not kind of get too fat for your suit? It, so you I want to... You fall apart. I want to take this moment to address something that happened in fandom, and that really irritated me, uh, oh, which boy. is... Oh, boy, what was it? <laughs> yeah. Well, in the comics, Alexi is not Natasha's father figure. Yeah, she, okay. He's her literal husband. He is... Yeah. He is the, I read those issues! But Ray... <laughs> But Ray, but Ray, I have a question. I have never read the comics before, so I don't I don't give a shit about the comics. So I don't really care that he's Natasha's father in this sub in this text. Oh, like this is an adaptation. It's a whole other universe. For, I've I've heard I've heard that the comics are in this universe called six one six and that the MCU has its own universe number which means 199999 thank you and so that means that they are not bound by the same rules that they would be bound by in the <laughs> 616 universe so therefore I, it doesn't fucking matter i think yeah. that you can definitely look at the writer's decision to do this and go weird flex but okay um i don't think but it's also i think since they chose to make Natasha younger, because like in the comics she's yeah. like well over a hundred, yeah. Well, she's approaching a yeah. hundred years old. Um, Red Guardian is just so tied to the Soviet Union, mm-hmm. like you can't have him be any more recent than that. He has to be tied to that era. And if Natasha is born in the eighties, doesn't make sense. Yeah, he has he has to be older. Yeah, yeah, and like. Also. Less less with the creep husband dad <laughs> factor. Yelena is an antagonist to Natasha in the comics. Mm-hmm. They have gotten closer in recent years, I think, obviously because the movies and the comic or the comics are trying to align themselves a little bit more with the movies. Um, but Yelena's introduction was like she came up in the red room after Natasha, and she mm-hmm. wants to kill Natasha and like take her title, basically. Yeah. Also. The moment they made Hela Loki's Loki's sister instead of Loki's daughter, everything else goes out the window. The second yeah. they made Bucky Barnes Steve's childhood friend, everything went out the window. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Come on. This stuff is is all changed and yeah, like what like what you said, the fact that the Black Widow is not a product of the Soviet <laughs> Union. Like I mean, she is in that she was born before the wall fell. But, you know, she grew up under the Russian Federation. She she grew up in this different situation. It doesn't, it just doesn't make sense. She can't be the Red, the Red, the Red Guardian is a Soviet thing. He has, mm-hmm. it doesn't make, the res, the Russian Federation isn't going to have a Red Guardian. That's yeah. not, that's, that's not what they're going to do. But the, the They're USSR, not cold warring super well, soldiers after the wall came down. Yeah, there's, there's just no point. They're not going to do it. They have other things to do. Uh, crime. Uh, but, but, <laughs> but yeah, so Black Widow, you know, they made the choice. I don't know when they made it because they could have, 
they could have uh, gone with the sort of immortal super soldier shtick for a while. There was, for a number of movies, there was an opportunity. If they wanted to, they could have said, she's older than she looks. Mm -hmm. She's been around for a long time. That was a possibility. I don't know exactly when they chose, when they made the decision not to. Yeah. Well, when Arnim Zola said her birth date was 1984. Yeah. Yeah. And I know there were still a lot of people being like, oh, well, maybe he was lying, but... Or he didn't know. Armin Zola only has access to what's on a computer. Right. And if you're faking somebody's information, you could easily say their date of birth is 1984 to make up for the fact that they've lived for 90 years. 100 years, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that was still possible, but they didn't do it. It's been nerfed. So, like, making the Red Guardian married to Black Widow, don't do it. Yeah, no, that would have been... And and it makes way more sense thematically for him to be her father, for for Russia to be her father Mm -hmm. that is, like, this neglectful, decrepit, like, you know, down-on-himself dad who, like, failed her. And she ran, and she left, and ran away from from this country and these people, and and you know she she has gone on this thing, and and this is, it makes more sense. Yeah, it does. That's one of the that's one of the nice things that I like about you know the Marvel adaptations, the MCU, or you know prior to that maybe the X Men or some of the other Marvel you know titles, is that they can take problematic things in the original source. And get rid of them and mm-hmm, yeah. make it so that they're better. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. So. Anyway. Prison break! Prison break! Prison break where Alexei cannot help himself but to fuck Ever. everything up. <laughs> Don't make a scene. You made a scene, didn't I'm you? I'm going to make a scene. Get up here. Oh, he fell. (laughs) Move your ass, super soldier. How cute was that doll, though? That action figure. Yeah, it was. And it was clever. It was was a very clever way to sneak in the earpiece. This is such an awesome, like, just, like, scene. You know, the whole thing from Nat swinging down out of the helicopter and posing to Yelena getting pissed <laughs> off and being like and Damn! accidentally starting an avalanche and going this would be a cool way to die. <laughs> yeah, that was I liked that line. This would be a great way to die. <laughs> Her the way she bickers, the two of them bicker throughout of this, it just like heightens it for me because like <laughs> I'll I'll be honest, I don't love straight-up action scenes. They just don't tend to hold my attention that well. But the amount of character quirkiness that came through in this scene made it so much better. He's, like, trying to jump up the thing. He just falls down. He's out of practice. (laughs) Yelena maneuvering the, the helicopter lower and just, like, the messing everything up. Just... We're both doing and- a really good job. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's such a great just like it just sets the tone for what this family dynamic is going is and is going to be for the remainder of the movie. So they break Alexi out and shortly thereafter comes one of my favorite favorite bits in the movie which I found out later was improv by the beautiful, amazing Florence Pugh. She improved it. 
Oh, about the, I don't know if she improved it, but it was not the uterus thing. So there, there was a line <laughs> where Alexi asks, it's like, why are you mad at me? Are you on your period, basically? Oh, oh, dad. And, the, and Florence read this and goes, no, 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 no. We're, we're <laughs> answering this. Like, I don't think it was necessarily an ad lib, but it was definitely like she added it to. Yeah. A correction. <laughs> a correction, because that is this, A, really, it's 2021 and we're making on your period jokes. Like, fuck off. Um. It's what happens but, when you when they go in and they re- rip out all your reproductive organs. It doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> Don't Black Widow will go down as the only Marvel movie to use the words fallopian tubes. <laughs> yeah. Probably. And I also like that this Probably. kind of like takes the Joss Whedon's scene of like, do you still think you're the only monster on the team? God After like her telling Bruce she was infertile, and I'm, just I'm like, a monster. God, yes! shut up, shut Ugh. up. Whereas, like, I, the thing is, in Joss's head, it seems like the tragedy is that she can't have children. Whereas this makes it, it feels more clear that it's that the choice was taken away. Right. Yeah. Like, that's what the tragedy is, is the lack of bodily autonomy. Bodily autonomy. Not not the lack of baby-making equipment. Anyway, Alexei starts complaining about the Ohio assignment, and he just won't fucking shut up. (laughs) And then Nat gets out of her seat and goes back in there, and they start going back and forth about where Melina is. And then... Well, they didn't know Melina survived. Right. Like, the girls they, they did not know Melina dead. was alive, because she got shot in the chest the last they saw her mm-hmm. yeah. being wheeled off. They thought she was dead. And then he breaks it to them that she'd been working for, or with Drakov, and then goes, oh, she's she's out by St. Petersburg. <laughs> and then we'll in the most dad moment in the world, he's like, no, we'll, we'll get we'll there. Be, it's we'll fine. Be fine. We have enough we'll be fine. <laughs> 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 I was yeah. I I love that they are all fine from that because you know when a plane runs out of gas, you can glide. <laughs> this is a helicopter. When there a helicopter no runs out of gas, <laughs> you just fall. It doesn't work. <laughs> Chris, I would like to introduce you to something called the willful suspension of disbelief. <laughs> <laughs> I, I assume they started going down. <laughs> Yelena's smart. She saw the gas gauge going down. Like, it was like, okay. Eh, we're going to go. No, we're going. <laughs> it's like, this would not we'll be a cool way to die. My, my general knowledge of, of geography in that region is that Siberia and St. Petersburg are very far apart. Very yes! far. Like several time zones. Have uh, you seen Russia on a yeah, map? It is. I think, Enormous. Yeah. The old it is three percent of like, the surface of the Earth. Yeah, covered like seven time zones or something. It's it's pretty crazy. <laughs> it's, it's very big. I think it's more than seven time zones. I might it's, be wrong. Really? I think. I think so. I don't know. Hmm. We'll Google it. I guess. Somebody else Google it. Tweet yeah, us about it. Yell at us on Twitter. 
Exactly. Ooh, leave us an leave us an Apple iTunes review about how we were wrong about the number of times. <laughs> and maybe on Spotify if we're there. <laughs> does Spotify do ratings? Reviews? I don't think Spotify does ratings or reviews, and I'm not even sure we're mm. still up. I don't think we're Spotify even on Spotify. Hates us for some Spotify! <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Spotify's the worst. As long as we can laugh about it, right? Sorry, Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so. As they are walking to St. Petersburg now, um, Alexei tells him how proud he is of how brutal killers they are who have killed Yelena. so many people. <laughs> you have so much red. You're dripping with red. Yelena, you want on to become the greatest child assassin the world has ever known. No one can match your assist- efficiency, your ruth- <laughs> ruthlessness. That's great. You both have killed so many people. <laughs> and like for the life of him, he does not understand why they're not happy about this. Other than the fact oh, that he Red- stinks. Oh, God. oh Red Guardian. <laughs> he's look Man, he's- He wanted the party to be more like a party. He is so earnest in his belief and his and his fondness of what came before and just like how how everything after that was just shit. Right? And how yeah. that Ohio assignment was kind of like the beginning of the end for him, even yeah. if he did invest a lot of himself into them. Yeah, I mean that was ninety five, right? And they were there for three years. Yeah, so it would have so been that would have been right after the Soviet Union fell. Yeah. There was probably some sort of like, oh, what are we gonna do with Red Guardian? Send him to America. That'll be fine. Yeah, honestly, yeah. I think for the I think for that mission, I would think the primary agent would have been Melina and he was just there as oh, yeah. a, as a Absolutely. body. Absolutely. Yeah. Melina is the tech person and we find out very soon that she she's the one who actually used the information that they got. Her pigs! Melina and her pigs! I love her. She is just a recluse living alone with her pigs in her little shack oh. in in the middle of nowhere. Man, we did not comment on it at all, but at that in that nineteen ninety five scene in Ohio, they they used the now famous Marvel de aging technology mm-hmm. on, yeah. uh, on Harbor no sh- on Harbor and Weiss, and yep. and it was like you know paying closer attention, like on the second viewing, it was just like, whoa, she looks like she is not quite ready for the mummy. I'm like, yeah. Wow. Well, it's funny because my I went to see this in theaters a second time with my mom. My mom leans over and goes, "Who's that actress?" I'm like, "That's Rachel Weiss." <laughs> she's like, "No, no, no. I know she's later in the movie, but who, who's who's playing her younger?" I'm like, "No, that's Rachel Weiss." <laughs> it's it's really amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's, they um, do a really cool good stuff. job. Like, good job, cool good job, techie people. I'm proud. And of then you. we see her here, and she's she's still looking great. Yeah, I love you, Rachel Weiss. If you're listening, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we get back to her, and she is moving these pigs through a maze. And yeah. you, we see she's holding something. She's holding this tablet. And for a second, I had this moment of, "Hey, that looks familiar." Mm-hmm. Where else have we seen tablets in this? <laughs> but then a proximity alarm goes off. She pulls out her gun, and then she sees three. <laughs> People three, walking towards her. Three people walking two uncomfortably. Ducklings, two ducklings <laughs> and a stinky dad. <laughs> two ducklings and a stinky dad. 
And so she says, you know, run, 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 go back home where it's safe to all the pigs. Like, she repeats it a couple times. So it's clearly, like, a code for her. So they come down. She invites them inside. Welcome to my humble abode. Make yourselves at home. Have some vodka. Have some 70, 80 proof alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) Let's drink. (laughs) Let's drink, because we can't actually face each other sober. Yeah. Uh, this is after she's so she's opened up the hidden room in the kitchen. She's put this the rip, the sniper rifle away. You know, yeah. we've we can see she like she has a murder whole, room. She has a murder room. There are some blonde and red haired wigs in there. You know, maybe they'll come <laughs> in like, handy later. We there's don't also know. like a mask looking thing on the wall. <laughs> yeah. I missed that. I still I still can't. Well, I, I, I missed it. it the first time and then picked it up once we see the room later. Good stuff. Yeah, I don't think you see it in the first shot. It's yeah. not until like the later sequence when you mm-hmm. see them getting yeah. ready. Yeah. Yeah. I am, um, I am a, such a sucker for any time in a movie somebody goes into a room and they've got just a pegboard covered in weapons. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> it's so dumb, but I love it. It's just... It's really it not a safe way of boxes. storing your weapons. No. No. God, no. No, no, no. Don't do that. Don't ever oh, God, do that. Man. Even if they're unloaded, don't ever do that. <laughs> so Alexi goes and squeezes into his old I love, costume. I love this. And he did not take a shower. <laughs> nope. He did, no. he did not and, get clean. And as we He's find just... out, she didn't watch that once. <laughs> <laughs> I love okay, so I remember like so he 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 manages to squeeze into thing and he comes back into the room with his three women and he goes, It's still fit! And he's so proud of himself, and they go, and and they go like, "Oh, you got fat." And I remember, like uh, online, you know, everybody, we all got mad about like body shaming and and, and, and like that. But I but think that was they just didn't, a cut they for the commercial for the commercial, and they didn't leave it in. They didn't leave this follow up part still in there good. that's in the movie, but still good. Yeah. And I'm just like, this man. Yeah. Warms my, yeah, like I, you know what? I really hope that Alexi and Milena, like they, I hope that they have good times together. There is, yeah, like the it's old clear. people are thirsty. It is clear yes. that both of them. So <laughs> yeah. he's like, oh man, when he's like, I have so much energy. <laughs> yeah, it is made perfectly clear that she still views him as a desirable person. <laughs> Not only does she find him desirable, there's definitely she loves him. Yeah, Yeah. she loves him so much that she named one of her beloved pigs after him. Yeah, and Alexi (laughs) seems to be mildly insulted by this, but she's like, no, 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 this is like, I love this is the best one. This is (laughs) the best best pig. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. so I'm almost, I'm going to almost kill it to demonstrate my love. Don't stop breathing. So yeah, that's when we see the horror of, you know, yeah. everything that's going on with these, yeah. with these, uh, with the widows and the control they're under. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, the information that they got in 1995 mm-hmm. and the technology that she has designed from it. So that kind of brings everything together from the beginning. And it also pokes some wounds. <laughs> yeah, like you can just see Elena just closes off the the longer that Melina is talking. Like every every word she says, she's just kind of like, yeah, kind of like almost getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And Nat is just like watching. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
the three oldest I... people there, and then the youngest is just like you know the 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 bit where she breaks is like it was real to me. Oh yeah. Also, Melina's line: "The of, best we, part we of had... my life was a lie, and none of you told yeah. me." And mm. and Melina's line of like we had our orders and we played our roles to perfection is just like. Oh my god, that broke my heart yeah. so much. I just want I feel- to... I know she'll probably murderize me if I try, but I just really want to give Yelena a hug. I know, me too. Yeah. She was just so young. Like, Natasha was old enough to have an understanding of what was going on in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Of, like, she'd clearly been at Red Room before because she says she doesn't want to go back. You know, she knows yeah. where she will be going back to, but Yelena does not have any memories. Yeah. No, her only memories are of, of that family. Good, happy times in yep. Ohio. Yep. Exactly. She's an American who just collects some bullets for dad and, you know, pulls out the chocks on the airplane and they fly. Wee! Wee! Yeah. Yep. And then the people that she loves and trusts most in the world turn her over to be tortured and broken and you know all sorts of other fun stuff my little my little trauma baby my trauma Mm. bean Mm. so she goes off to be alone Alexei doesn't let her (laughs) (laughs) he's like no I can fix this (laughs) I I can do the dad thing where it's like there's a problem (laughs) I can do the dad thing where it's like where where women don't really want a solution but I'm going to try and come up with a solution. <laughs> One time, my father and I were ice fishing. <laughs> and the fish that got, I forget exactly how it goes, but I slipped. Ah, my hands go into water. Ah. <laughs> my father, he go toilet on my hands. <laughs> what is this story supposed to be about? You know, fathers. <laughs> Oh! What the fuck? <laughs> but then he sings the song. And he sings the song, no. and that is what does it. And then it's interrupted by... But wait, there's a moment between... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Natasha and Melina, yeah. where... Picture I mean, right? there's a Family lot album. going on, uh, mm-hmm. but the thing that stood out to me was when they were running in 1995, Melina told her, not mm-hmm. to take the photo album. But yep. Melina did take it. And she mm-hmm. has it, but she hasn't opened it. And it's this very just like, you can see this very conflicted woman where she cared about these kids. Yeah, I think in some way, you know, she said she didn't want to leave. She didn't want to go back. And I yeah, don't think yeah. she wanted to hand the girls over because yeah. she's you kinda, been through yeah. Red Room. You yeah. kind of have to wonder how many people in the United States are are foreign agents who are just here. And they're like, you know what? I'm just going to stay. Yeah. Yeah. Like she says it. Like she'd been cycled through the Red Room four times before Natasha even entered the picture. Like, <sighs> and then presumably more after that. Like, so the trauma that. Melina's been through just repeatedly over and over and over again and it's just you know I w- why why does a mouse born in a cage run in that little wheel is what she says like and Natasha replies it's not your fault you were born in that cage yeah. and that yeah. Uh, yeah and Melina had told her right before she was taken away in Cuba mm-hmm. don't let them take your heart and yeah. 
Natasha didn't. Like, and Melina sees that. And I feel like she is in this struggle of wanting to care, but not quite able to open herself up emotionally. You know, she says pain makes you stronger. It does make, like, physical pain, what in her mind makes you stronger. But she can't even touch that emotional pain, even if that might make her stronger. It's that white hot lance, you know, it's always there. But even then, up until that point, she had no, there was like nothing that she could sort of do to be better. She had nobody to be better for. She had no power. Yeah. She really, she. She worked for Drakov, and that's who she was and where she was, and Alexei was gone, and the kids were gone, and there was no out. I think she felt like she was a cog in the machine, and she had no ability on her own to make any difference except when you're a cog in the machine one little thing going wrong can cause a huge mess or you know one engine being blown up will blow up all the other (laughs) engines and then your castle in the sky is falling 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 castle in the sky but yeah like melina is just like for me she was so i don't know i felt like i connected with her and and yelena a lot more than I did with Nat. Yeah. Yeah. Which isn't which isn't bad. It's not necessarily bad, but it is kind of interesting that um I think a lot of people's comments on this movie are sort of feeling more people felt more connected to Alexi and Yelena and Melena than Natasha herself. And it's kind of yeah. odd. I mean, this is the weird thing about it. It's her movie, but she's dead, and we know she's dead. And yeah, that really hurts. Yeah. That yeah. kind of psychologically. Because uh. how I many people that's... are going to watch this movie and think like, well, why am I going to get attached? What's the point? What's the point? I know where she ends up. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, like people, like the shots of the fireflies and stuff and like walking off to go save her friends. And it's like, oh, we all know where she's going to die. But you kind of have to ask yourself, how would this have played differently? How would we feel about Natasha in this movie if this movie had come out, you know, a couple months after Black Panther, you know, after Civil War, and we didn't know what was going to happen? It well, would have made, made a huge an, difference. She was an absolute badass is what we yeah. would think. Because, yeah. so, Melina says she has called Red Rim and they're going to be there any minute. And it looks like Melina has turned evil. And, right. and you had that great moment... Of in the middle of American Pie, as Alexi's about to say, this will be the day that I die. Right before he says that I die, <laughs> the lights go the out and, lights the, come on. and the floodlights come on. And it's perfect timing. Yeah. Genius. I love it. And then they anyway. shoot him full of tranks. Everyone's the first one, and he's just like, ha ha. But then. It's like, no, they yeah. know, buddy. They made you. Yeah. So, yeah, we follow <laughs> Yelena back through the house, and we see Nat on the floor, and, oh, no, what has happened? And then Melina Melina's shows in her, up. Her, her widow suit. Yep. Oof, she at, even had time to fix her eyeliner. Yeah. yeah. And do her hair. Her hair had been braided before. Yeah. It's pretty solid. <laughs> So then we find out that Red Room is a floating space station type thing, and I'm <laughs> a just like, really? It's really? a helicarrier. It's just a helicarrier. Really? 
so when they're in the Same when they're technology. in the plane going up towards the red room, there was one thing that I noticed that I really loved, and it was kind of a callback to the cube, the end of the Cuba bit in the beginning. Um, oh yeah, Nat, they're laying in the same position. In the same Nat positions and- on the plane, Nat and Yelena are put in the same like they're lying down next to each but other. It's not Nat. Yes, but we don't know that well, because she's do. being a badass undercover. Because that's how <laughs> she rolls. We know that now, but we didn't necessarily know that <laughs> no. in the moment. Even if we remembered that, you know, there were image promo images of Rachel Vice in a white widow costume. And wait, how can <laughs> this happen? What are you talking about? I don't know. Costume change. <laughs> it's a fast. The costume, costume changes change. make sense once you know what's going on, and yeah. and once you know that it takes two people to get successfully get into one of these one of these outfits. Wait, what? <laughs> well, once you have the like, what's the plan? Flashback. You could see mm-hmm. that like Nat and Melina are helping each other finish oh, getting right. into their outfits. Yeah, right. Yeah, so they land yeah. on the red room. And then we follow Melina as she gets into an elevator and goes up Looking to badass. an office that has, like, room service-style dishes outside the front door. Yeah. What an ostentatious room to have in a floating, heli- you know, carrier <laughs> battle station. There was, I'm it's sorry, like a, did like anything about Dracov seem subtle? Does anything about like a, him seem it's chill? It's like a 40-foot ceiling. I'm so like, there wh- was why this- is the ceiling so high? So this is jumping ahead a little bit, but in the once Nat and Dracov are in the in the room together at the same time, um, there is this painting on the wall, and I don't know who it was, but it looked like Rasputin, so that's what I'm saying it is now. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Rasputin, the mad scientist. Rasputin, Russia's favorite love machine. It was a shame how he carried on. I don't know if those are the words. They are now. I mostly know the beginning because it was a meme on TikTok. It was. Oh, man, that. Uh, um... I saw someone do a cosplay Red Guardian uh, transformation to it. It was really good. That's great. All right. So Dracoff wants to have Yelena's brain taken out and experimented on because. Identify the weakness is what he says. <laughs> Figure out what the antidote did so we can prevent it from doing that again. Sharpie on the skull. Just, this is oh, a much man, less no. cool way to die. <laughs> yes, yes, that was great. It so upstairs, we're finding out that Molina is Nat and Nat is Molina. What? Dun, dun, dun. It was a trick. Face mesh. Sorry, did we step on your moment? Oh, step on his moment, Nat. But step on his she moment. She does. I mean, look, yeah, this whole but, thing. But Taskmaster is still there. Yeah, right. that's true. But he's there's rats got, in the still- basement. I know, you know some people who are disappointed because they genuinely like Taskmaster in the comics, but I think what they did here was brilliant. Yeah. yeah. I think if you're, for the comics, like, it works to have Taskmaster just there, you know, as this guy who loves fucking shit up and just, like, you know, <laughs> being the Taskmaster. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what he does. But, like, that's, you know, the comics, There, there's a lot of opportunity to use someone like him, and I don't think in the MCU... There, I mean, yeah. I, in order to introduce Taskmaster in the MCU, what are you gonna like? What are you changing about Taskmaster to make him worthwhile and to make him something that's not like the comics? And the way they did that is to say, "Hey, let's let's make Taskmaster Antonia Drakov," and I I loved it. Yeah, it um, 
So, like, I have no connection at all to Taskmaster in the comics. I don't think I've ever seen Taskmaster in comics. I haven't seen him yet. So, anyway, um, I had no connection to that at all. And it works in this movie, like, what they did. Like, Drakov's daughter, okay, like, I get it, and, and, and it, and it kind of helps. But the thing that took me out of it and kind of, like, threw me off um, was how much this reminded me of Striker yeah. and Lady Deathstrike in X2. Yeah. It felt so... Because, like... Um, um, yeah, uh, I went there almost immediately also. Like, the actors. Um, what's his face? Brian uh, Cox I, I, and... Brian um, Cox and... Um, whoever I've plays Drakov. Beowulf. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah, that guy. Anyway, they bo- they have, they're very similar English actors, and, like, it, it, it just... It sort of rung, like, in the moment, like, I was like, oh, I've seen this before. And, and mm-hmm. that kind of... For me, that hurt it a little bit. Like, it still works. But it, it was kind of like, I've seen Marvel do this exact dynamic of, you know, sort of this puppet master asshole guy who uses his own child um, as, like, his sort of slave murder machine. Not just Lady Deathstrike, but his own son, um, Jason, or whatever, mind, mind master or whatever, who gave him the mind control. But what I find really interesting in particular is that it's not so much about Dracoff and his daughter, but about Antonia and Natasha, because yeah. psychologically this has now changed the game for Natasha. Now This is not someone to be defeated anymore. This is someone to be helped. Yeah, it's yeah. it's like in... Um, in yeah. I keep bringing it up, but it's like in Winter Soldier. It's like that whole, you know, this he might not be somebody you can save. He might be somebody you need to stop. And it's like the inverse of that because it goes from being someone you need to stop to someone you need to save. And and in some ways that kind of works in terms of like reminding me of Stryker and Lady Deathstrike because Lady Deathstrike should have been saved. Yeah. She did. Like what happened to her? Not cool. It was no. awful. It's like the worst. Um, And so in this instance, it's like, you know, sort of uh, um, Taskmaster being sort of basically the same person, uh, his, you know, female murder machine that he's mind controlling and that they're able to save her uh, later ahead. Spoilers. For me, one of the one of the the most impactful moments for me once we get that reveal is the can she hear me? You know, yeah, that's. Nat, Nat's entire understanding of, of her world and her past, because what we forgot to talk about earlier is that Melina has told Nat that she wasn't dumped on the street like garbage. Um, she was identified when she was born, and, and they made a deal with her mother, Special. who then, you know, wanted to find her again, and so Drakov had her murdered. Yeah. And... And then this is kind of, I know we touched on this a little bit in the Loki, you know, episodes um, when Sylvie was asking, you know, what was my Nexus event? What yeah. what was it? And and uh, Renslayer says, I don't remember, you know, that what was her name? And Drakov goes, where we buried her, there were these trees and these flowers and there was a name and it said unknown. Like, it's that cruelty. Yeah. 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 Cruelty for the sake of cruelty, yeah. and that and that bit like was followed pretty shortly thereafter by his like uh, sort of mustache twirling misogynist moment of like I will do it all with the one thing that the world has too much of girls girls I was like what all right yeah. okay, okay buddy so what? downstairs 
Alexi's having his breakdown of like, it wasn't worth it. (laughs) It was so great. Alexei continues to be, he continues to be 10 seconds too late on everything. He's going on an emotional roller coaster. Also, uh, in my notes, I put um, for this, Nat is upstairs distracting Drakov while the Russian family goes objective hunting. Yep. Yep. Uh, Melina breaks them out easily because she designed the cells, of course. Yeah. Um, I'm on on comms with Yelena. (laughs) Yelena, listen to me. (laughs) I would like to tell you, blah, 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 blah. But specifically what she says, Yelena, it's me. It's me. It's mama. And I just like melted. It was a really great line delivery. I really liked it. Yeah. It's just so soft. It was very funny. But also, she knows that. Yelena is probably terrified right now yeah. in the situation yeah. that she's in. Like you have you have a blade hidden, you have a knife hidden in your belt. <laughs> I but, I wish it had been in the vest somehow because <laughs> it's like oh, your well, special vest. But you know? she wouldn't <laughs> have been able to get to it because her yeah, hands yeah, were yeah. at her I side. Know, I, I know, I know, I know. Yes, it would have been perfect. Yes. So then she breaks out, slashes up the doctors, knocks them all out, yeah. gets into a vent. Drops down, poses. She's yeah, like, oh, that was disgusting. <laughs> you're gonna do that a whole bunch. I'm afraid like, you're no, gonna, babe, you're, gonna, end you're up, gonna inherit that. <laughs> you're gonna end up doing it. She's gonna Get willingly to do it. it because you know it's the best thing that she has. It's like to remember. You know, if you're gonna by. be on those magazine covers, you might as well. So Yelena goes into cold storage, and Melina goes down to initiate the landing sequence. Um, which you know gets stopped pretty much right away because, because Drakov because is- Drakov, but also it's because it kind of starts becoming clear that that some of these failures were built into the plan. Like mm-hmm. there are things. Obviously, the the landing sequence thing wasn't necessarily built into that- the plan, Where but. She gets- she she uh she leaves Alexi with Taskmaster before she gets right. To the there's computer. a little right. bit of yeah. there's a little bit yeah. of weird foreplay happening, and, and then Taskmaster like, shows up and she spins Alexi around and pushes him at it. Like here, her. you do this. Yeah. You can do this. And you then, go punch that. Punch punch the guy with the helmet. Fight that. Fight that. And guy. then Alexi goes. The- Alexi goes. If this is the last time we ever see each other again, and she's already gone because he's ten seconds late for everything. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, damn it! <laughs> I, I love that. He's like, ah, damn it! <laughs> and that's when Taskmaster whips out the T'Challa claws. Shink! Shink! <laughs> yeah, so Melina initiates the landing protocol, which Drakov then belays. Yeah. And then we kind of go back upstairs. And Nat starts just... Well, first we get the pheromone lock. Yeah. Yes. Which is out of the comics, and I think it's... Ugh! Sorry. One of my, like, little, like, angry things is in the comics, Natasha finds out about this pheromone control that has been used on her, and then what she finds out is, in addition to that, Nick Fury stole some of it and used it on himself. Smart guy. Yeah. Yeah. That Nick Fury absolutely would. Nick yeah. Fury totally. Yeah. And 
because Natasha keeps finding herself in this position where she's really, really like, mad at him and wants to punch him in the face, but just, like, yeah. keeps letting him walk away. And she's like, why do I keep doing that? Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I can understand it from her position. Of course, that sucks and it hurts. And that's that's awful. But when you're dealing with super secret assassins who may also be double agents, you should use yeah, the yeah. pheromone thing. Yeah, absolutely. Go for it. It's smart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't fault him for it. Yeah. I mean, and I don't fault her for feeling betrayed. It is yeah, clear. Yeah. I mean, look, it's clear that MCU Nick Fury is not going to use that shit. But he's I don't just, know. I, I think he would. I don't think I don't he know would. that it's clear. It's clear to me that he wouldn't. But, okay, you okay. know, comics Nick okay. Fury would 100%. Comics absolutely. Nick Fury is a different dude. Comics Nick Fury would his drink that thing. shit. <laughs> <laughs> And the life yeah. model decoys are part of it. <laughs> Man, yeah. Pheromones, that is just one of the funniest, like, sort of tropes in media. Like, I remember, like, the earliest, um, the, the, the sitcom from the 80s called Head of the Class. I remember, like, a stupid, which in retrospect, like, it was, it felt dumb at the time, but in retrospect, it's awful. It was like, you know, this sort of high school comedy about like a talented and gifted class or something. But one of the kids like uh, orders online for not online. Jesus Christ. He from a back of a magazine ad <laughs> orders like a container of pheromones to make all the girls like fall for him. And of course, for the purposes of this comedy show, it works. And like he has this thing that he like, you know, can put on and like suddenly all the girls think that he's amazing. And it's like you're manipulating people. It this sounds is, this is, this you is do bad. realize. Chris, bad. <laughs> we're both on a podcast where one of the main characters has pheromones as his superpower. Yes, yes that is true. <laughs> Check out Geek by Night. But that also was not my Julian earliest introdu- <laughs> That was not my earliest introduction to the trope of pheromones because they're not they're that everywhere. powerful. <laughs> they're, no. they're, they're, they don't make you unable to hit a person. <laughs> However, the moment that the moment that. Drakoff hit her in the face. My no. reaction was, "Oh, she wanted that. Like she, she's she's getting at something here." She put yeah. her face right in front of him yeah. and led with her nose, like she presented a target. Even even in this sort of uh, you know suspension of disbelief, where the pheromone thing prevents her from harming somebody, there's no way that guy could hit her if she didn't want to get hit. Right? Yeah. Seriously. Like, Although- on, she knows how to bob and weave. <laughs> Although, in my head, the first thing I was thinking was, like, just destroy the tablet. If you can't hurt him, break the electronic thingy. But she wanted the electronic thingy for later. Yes, because she needs it to deactivate. To activate, she needs to find all the other widows and then deactivate them. There's data on Um, there. Yes. This Find is out again, where all of them are. But again, the the monologuing in here is again goes back to those great Bond movies where like the just the villain just can't shut the fuck up because <laughs> he's too full of himself and he's too yeah, high he on his he own won. supply. He th- two he rules. He two rules. No capes. No villain monologues. <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, Melina has her little change of plans and blows up the engine, which then starts a, uh, you know, controlled descent. That (laughs) That was not a controlled descent. It was for 30 seconds. (laughs) And then the rest of the engines exploded. (laughs) 
this yeah, the whole thing just kind of came down. So there's a lot of things about this whole segment, the red room, like you know the red room falling down out of the air, all of the interactions that just are huge callbacks to the 2012 Avengers, and I love yeah. Them. I did. I did like her bit about like I wish you'd been strong enough to actually break my nose, you weakling. <laughs> <laughs> you suck. Well, yeah, because that's how she got him to. That's how she got him to hit her. Is she insulted him like over yeah. and over and over and over again? And he just kept bragging about how he had all these girls, all this trash that he was recycling, but giving them a purpose. And you know, he had all this power, and he was he was in the shadows and waiting. And once he had. You know, an Avenger under his control. It's like, yeah. And then she just said, thank you for your cooperation. And it was perfect. You know, that's what she was. That's actually how she was introduced was, or not introduced, um, but her first scene in Avengers 2012 is she just lets them talk. That is her great Yeah, And then calls and calls. And she's like, (laughs) these guys are giving me everything. (laughs) She gets, she breaks her own nose. Um, You know, she goes after Drakov, but the, you know. The widows arrive. He calls his widows, yeah. Yeah. And this is like the first time since that scene in Budapest that she's actually had to confront the other widows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she, you can tell, like, she doesn't want to hurt any of them because she's been them. Yeah. You know, these mm-hmm. girls are not acting of their own volition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no choice here. Yeah. Yeah. She's able to hold her own for a little bit. And then, you know, eventually the numbers just take over and yeah, at some yeah. point you just can't it is inevitable yeah snap and then yelena throws a fair uh, uh, an anti uh, an antidote grenade <laughs> unbrain fucking grenade yeah unbrain fucking grenade the red dust grenade um, happy red matter grenade and then okay and then here's my issue they all came out of it and they're like what do we do now she's like get far away from here i'm like Y'all are going to have to reckon with all the stuff you've done. You know that, right? Like, yeah. You y'all know, have I been mean, raised to be killers since childhood. I uh, don't know. Y- you got some trauma there. It's going to like the, suck. Oh, man. We I don't have we, enough time left in the movie to deal with their collective trauma. I'm sorry. Yeah, we'll, we'll <laughs> we can we can spitball and fan wank about their uh, you know, what happens after this movie in a moment, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But first, they run, they get off, and they get a Quinjet, and they take off, and then Nat stays behind, because she's got to get the data. data. Whatever Um, Quinn is in Russian. uh, Yeah, and so then there's this whole thing where the the thing is exploding, and and Nat falls down. And again, kind of a callback to Avengers, she falls down through the floor and, and lands kind of covered in rubble in front of, you know, Taskmaster instead of the Hulk. But yeah. it's kind of similar. Although, oh, yeah, because Melina did come back at some point and, like, chucked Taskmaster into a cell. Right. Yeah, and she did Nat a widow flip. Like, I, she did, yeah. She did, she did the widow flipped flip. him into the cell. And Nat was like, I'm not going to leave you here to die. Can't really do that. Dropped yeah. a building on you before. Um, I'm going to leave you don't out. Kill me. <laughs> Please don't kill me. <laughs> Yeah, and then convenient, be- conveniently, the building starts to crumble again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And well, Dreykov is being collapse. ushered by his men onto a jet, and Yelena's like, I found a cool way to die, guys. 
bunch this of was fun. dudes. <laughs> oh, baby. And she was ready. She was like, I don't care if I die doing this. I'm going to die and take him out with me. Yeah, 100%. She was ready. And then, you know, somehow, instead of getting blown up, she just gets blown backwards. Explosions As do. work differently in the Marvel Cinematic that Universe. they do. I mean, Natasha and should then... not have survived that first missile strike in Norway. No, she should no. not. <laughs> the car, no, so, that she should have been vaporized. So then she grabs a uh, parachute and dives <laughs> off. Badass. It is, it is. Dives off after Yelena. These scenes, I you know, I kind of, I kind of love these scenes, and I also kind of hate them. Like these I scenes know. where people like skydive and are like fighting while skydiving, and it's like, I've got the parachute. Give me the parachute. Pass the parachute. Let's go. And like running along and like I'm gonna punch each you other. in the head. Just ah, oh my god. <laughs> but look, the slide down that one panel. Yeah, was that was fucking awesome. Cool. That was pretty cool. Yeah. And then she manages to open the parachute, like, three seconds before hitting the ground. Look, <laughs> it was enough time to slow them down so that they didn't... No! Yes! <laughs> this is it's the Marvel not. Cinematic Universe, and no one can die of fall yeah. damage. If explosions don't kill you, this can't kill you. Okay, fine. If you die, fine. walk it off. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't see that coming? <laughs> What was the "if you die, walk it off" line from Age of Ultron? That was Age right, of Ultron, right? Yeah, okay. that was Steve. <laughs> that was Steve. That was his big thing. Um, so everyone yeah, makes Natasha it to the walks ground. it off several times. Yeah, maybe she's a cat. Maybe she finally ran out of her nine lives. <laughs> Could be. Yeah, I think that's what did um, it. So they make it to the ground and. Uh, Natasha has one last vial of the antidote and uses it. She has on two. Antonia. <clears throat> she has two. Oh, she has two. That's right. She has two. And she uses one of the last two on Antonia. Yep. And then the like... other one they can use to make more for the other widows yep. out in the world. She does a widow flip in order to get to Antonia's like helmet release thing, and yeah. then and then there's the just the punch. I'm just gonna punch this vial and it's gonna work. I'm gonna punch it. Yeah. <laughs> This vial is violence, this vial, violence solves a lot of problems. You know, contrary this vial to the thing about violence not solving things. A grenade a did things. not explode this vial, so my fist certainly will. The fall. <laughs> the, the fall did not destroy it. But then you have that that just moment of just like all she cares about is that he's gone. Yeah. Like she yeah. holds yeah. no grudge against Natasha at all. Yeah. Because yeah, because she, I mean, she's been a prisoner of this man her entire life, and it just got worse and worse and worse after that, after the building went down. And the bill, and, and Drakov's decision to put that chip in her head wasn't, that wasn't about Nat. Nat did the building, but she didn't do everything else. Like, yeah. Yeah. And it's, yeah. Also, I, I I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that Drakov probably wasn't a good dad. Before the building yeah. came down on her, either. Yeah, I mean, we not. know what he thinks probably of girls, not. so. <laughs> there are too many of them. Blah. There's, yeah, there's too many <laughs> of them in their property, so. 
So the Russian chaos family reunites. Yeah, mom and yeah. dad. Have- mom and dad adopt uh, twenty more. <laughs> yeah. I lo- okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess now is the time to to sort of fan wake because they from here they leave. Like, and I am clearly injured. Yeah, I'm clearly injured. Yeah, they they go off, and Nat's left alone to solve her thunderbolt problem. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how did she solve that? Because like she was just kind of standing there. Like, did she hide in some rubble and wait until he left? I don't know. Because like I've... when we pick up, like the next time we see her, she's not like good with Ross. Like, she's, no, no she's I wearing think... the vest and with the blonde hair. Like, yeah, I think handing over slash revealing the death of this oh, mate, like the tablet and like the antidote. Yeah. Give Ross give Ross that information she didn't. so that they can go out. She oh, gave wait. that to Yelena. Oh, right. Damn. Well, she know. still had intelligence and like, hey, look what I just cleaned up for you. Let me walk this time. <laughs> Problem solved. I, I won't. T- let's not tell anybody about this thing you failed to stop. Just, just thank me yeah, for seriously. dropping this. Just thank me for dropping this thing in the in an empty field instead of in the fucking Potomac. <laughs> <laughs> somewhere outside of st petersburg <laughs> yeah maybe i don't know i don't know that's yeah that's where melena was but there's no guarantee that that's where the uh the flying fortress was it's somewhere it is yeah. now on land and no one was hurt <laughs> yeah it's on well <laughs> there was there were no innocent people harmed in the destruction of this property no innocent people were hurt. No one on the ground was smashed by something falling out of the sky. Oh, man. Is my you, point. I bet you there were a lot of really fun uh, meteor thing YouTube videos that day. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's one of the, the fun Especially things Especially because Russians always have cam. their dash cams. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're trying to avoid scams. <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember that, like, John Stewart bit of yeah. all the Russian dash cam yep. footage. It was it was gold. tank, <laughs> tank. <laughs> it was really spectacular, uh, and it was really um, great that time. The uh, like that asteroid, like uh, their comet, like blew up in the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what city around. That was that was awesome. Yeah. yeah, we get a final moment with her friend, whose name we still yeah. don't remember. He's provided her a jet. One of the good ones. One of the good ones the Avengers like. Because it yeah. certainly wasn't then, from the Hulk, because that one went with him to Sakaar. Yeah, so she's like, cool, gonna go break my friends out of jail now. Gonna go see Disney. Toodaloo. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and, then, and then she just, you know, goes off into the sunset, and we get some fireflies, and then we get credits. Because yeah. we then, all know yeah. what happens to her. Yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then we sat through the credits. Uh, this was so okay. All so, the way through. All the way through. And so, for me and Ray, because we were in the theater, it was like a week and a half before the movie came out. Nobody left, right? Like, no, at, at, no, at no, no. Everybody, everybody stayed. stayed. No, everyone stayed. Everybody stayed. There and you it, go. and there was Good. definitely like a kind of an undercurrent of, well, are they gonna do something after? Like, they I don't have know. To. But then, like, and it's this great moment, you know. The truck pulls up. Yelena and and Fanny the dog. She got a dog. Oh, she named the dog. She got Fanny. a dog. <laughs> Get well, out. She got the dog, and then she named it Fanny. 
which in American English isn't so bad. It's just a butt. But in English English, <laughs> that's a weird name for a dog. But but it was it was one of the fake IDs. So yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. And it's just it's such a touching moment. Like she goes and she's as she visits the grave and. And 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 cleans it off, and you know you have the little forehead, it up. the forehead moment, and the whistle, and then and then all of a sudden, somebody blows her nose. Hi, hi, Julia Louise Dreyfus. Freaking screamed! Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. And and the thing and, is, like, I knew yeah. in my head going into this movie that she had to be the reason that they kept saying. Black Widow has to come out before Falcon and the Winter yeah. Soldier. Black Widow yeah. has to come out before Falcon and the Winter There was literally no, no reason. It, it works Honestly, just as well like, in reverse. Yeah. I think it, it works, works better in reverse. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, we have the base of knowledge of who is this person? Like, what kinds of things does she get up to? Sure. If it had yeah, been a one-off. we got one to off, know a lot more about her. We right. Got, we got to see yeah. more of her. Apparently, this uh, scene was a little longer. They cut, like, a good portion of it out because... Yeah. In the initial shot, it was supposed to be her introductory thing, and there was some sort of back and forth that was like, my name is blah, 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 and I am blah, 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 blah. So and more like mm-hmm. the introduction that we got with Walker. Yeah. 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 But yeah. it works, you know? Like, we were certainly all really stoked. It was, and and because Valentina isn't necessarily as recognizable a character as Fury was for, for the first Iron Man movie, mm-hmm. like... Mm-hmm. It really hits because we had the intro in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. If we had just yeah. had it as a one-off, like, sure, the comics hardcores would have gotten it, and there would have been Easter egg write-ups, and people would have understood it, but you wouldn't have had that same excitement. Hmm. Right. Uh, and she's like, hey, so, got a job for you. <laughs> uh, you want to kill the man responsible for your sister's death? <laughs> There's we Hawkeye lost our shit. How did they get? How did they get that picture? Ugh, I don't know. It's really, 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 really good security footage. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I, oh man. Yeah, and I, I love like you know how this puts you in the time and place. So you know this is after Endgame. Like this has been from from the movie we just saw, 2016. Like, so it's now that, 2023. Seven plus 20? years later. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a long time later, so we don't. Ah, oh, man, I, I, I suspect don't know Yelena dusted. I you suspect so? most of the Russian chaos family did because I, I think. Well, I I suspect a lot of them did. My yeah, my my fan wake is that that Ale- that of the like of Yelena, Milena, and Alexei. Um, Alexei was the only one left, and that that's he what had to I think too. Yeah. I think he had to take care of the other girls. Um, and then, and he was like, sort of like, you know, miserable and distraught over, you know, his tattoos being gone. Um, but then he sort of threw himself into taking care yeah. of the people who needed him. That's, yeah. that's what I hope happened. I think happened. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Because See, I was going with depressed mountain man, but, right. you know. But also it, 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 it would cha- kind of, you know, cause again, all of this is in like hindsight because we've already seen all of this happen. We know what Nat was like during the five year, you know, at the end of those yeah. five years, like what would that have changed if she had had them alive after that you there's no way that she wouldn't have reached out if they had if they had survived the the snap so i think yeah i think even if i think yelena being gone and she 
Yelena being one of the people lost in the snap gives her even more incentive to be the one Absolutely. to sacrifice herself mm. on Boromir. Especially because we saw... As much as I hate it, as much as I hate it, I but, feel yeah. like it yeah. does. I mean, she saw what Yelena was willing to do. So... Yeah. Yeah. I'm like as like I think we touched on it earlier. I wasn't even that upset that I that that you know everybody else kind of upstaged Scarjo because like Florence is the one that's moving forward. If we get to see Melina and Alexei moving forward, great. You know, not as likely as seeing Florence again. I hope so. I really hope so. Fingers but, crossed. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, there's at least a a, could, a a sense of being able to move on for could, me. Could could you imagine a scenario where, like, ten years from now, they manage to pay Chris Evans enough money to get back in shape and just be like, <laughs> you know, you're older. Why don't you play Steve Rogers in the '80s? Like having have looped to go through far, time. Have to go sa- ha- having looped through time. It's the '80s. You're you're like you know in your '60s. You've got to say you know Peggy's gone missing from Shield or it's, something, and you've got to fight the Red Guardian. Alexei will God, find that'd be so cool. Alexei will find some archive footage, and it'll be, be so in like cool. that grainy ass like '80s like Ant Man. Well, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. But oh, man. <laughs> I say this because. Earlier today, I used a VCR for the first time in over a decade. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Because so we're trying to we we had this box of of VHS tapes and we're like none of them are labeled so we're like well we should make sure there's no like hidden family gems on here. Spoiler alert: there weren't. Um, <laughs> but like you know what happens to like VHS tapes after like 15 years <laughs> of not being used? They're really like weird. Degraded. Yeah, kind of like <laughs> muted, like and kind like of, there's always mm. like this this like thing that kind of goes up because like again it's like reading off an actual tape, so mm, like yeah. you have like that distortion in the in the film. And Becca, because you wanted me to bring it up, I'm going to bring up oh, the TikTok that I made that yay. made a whole bunch of people really mad. A lot of people happy. Did it? What? It's so, so perfect. I... <laughs> it's about so, Melina. It's about Melina. Okay. And just my my gut feeling watching her and, you know, the way she chooses to live alone, her, like, that she clearly cares about animals. She loves her animals as much as she loves people. Her p- very particular way of talking, her, like, I can't, it's like, uh, since our family unit was just a calculated ruse uh, that only lasted for three <laughs> years, I don't think we can use the term family. Can we? Like. <laughs> this like very this very specificity of language. I am clearly injured. Um, the like her weird thing with the photo album. I made a video saying that I think Melina is autistic, mm-hmm. and a lot of people agreed with me, which was really really cool. And then I got a lot of people being like, "No, she's just you. a spy." No, she's just Russian. I'm like, everyone in this movie is a Russian spy, and Melina <laughs> is the only Melina. <laughs> it like it just makes sense. It fit to me. Like, yeah, I I watched it, and that's what I came away with without you even talking about that. And then like, yeah, it just even Rachel Weisz was like, she's so unusual. Like that's yeah. what drew me to the character. She's so unusual. Yeah, and I'm just like. Mm. The thing is, there are so many autistic adults that don't know that they are autistic. Yeah. They are yeah. just people that society thinks are like, 
weird or quirky and everyone knows those people and then they'll write characters based on those people Mm -hmm. or with traits like that and are subconsciously writing autistic so they're subconsciously writing autistic characters which is better representation than when they try to actually write autistic characters because then you get Mm -hmm. like freaking sheldon cooper and uh, and when it comes i think a lot of what it comes down to is you know, the general perception of autism is that it's something that only affects children. And that's something that needs to definitely be changed. And yeah, and just having characters like Melina, who people can look at and say, hey, this is definitely autistic coded for sure. It just made me super happy. Like, I don't know. I connected to her so much. Um, Also... (laughs) She's explaining the fireflies using their scientific names. Yeah. Small children. Photosynthesis. Yeah. No. <laughs> Whatever. Bioluminescence. Bioluminescence. Yeah. Sure, I used the right word the first time. <laughs> Photosynthesis. 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 Oh, no. That's plants. No. That's why plants are That's green. That's plants. That's why plants are green. Yes. I apologize. I went, took high school biology. I'm good at things. <laughs> All right, so I think this wraps us up on Black Widow. We will be back, I think, for Shang-Chi will be our next episode. Mm. Yeah, that's coming up. Um, We've decided, just based on how things went with Loki, that we're going to do, like, one big reaction episode at the end of What If? So that will be um, our our discussion episode on that. Uh, I'm quite excited for it. I actually heard that one writer pitched an episode for what if and kevin feige was like you know that's great it's half the plot of guardians three but it's great (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah oh that's hilarious another one that i heard is uh you know because apparently what if they're planning to do future seasons and they're like one of the things they want to do is that uh captain carter will recur Hmm. Um, and then there's been a lot of like talk i don't know how serious it is of of the possible, you know, some people have just talked. You know, I, I don't think it's serious at all. Probably not. Uh, but that uh, there's a possibility of, you know, as far as if, if variants are a thing in the MCU, there's some interest in having Captain Carter be a thing in the live action stuff. So I mean, I mean, I, yeah. Well, get lifted. You can. I mean. Once you introduce something in what if you can do whatever you want with it, like whatever can, works. Yeah. If something you know really is, if it a hits. Hit, yeah, you if can it be hits, like, yeah, let's do, do this for sure. We blew up the timeline. Nothing matters anymore. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Oh, so this is like a huge departure. But did either of you see the Loki finale and the WandaVision finale synced up? Yeah. Um, so like at the 20, it's like just past the 27 minute mark as if you put them side by side as Wanda is, um, you know, having her like Scarlet Witch moment for the first time. Her magical girl um, Sailor Moon transformation. Yeah. <laughs> so as she's doing that at the exact same time over in Loki around the 27 minute mark is Kang, he, uh, the, he who remains having this moment of like something has changed so like we've approached that the threshold and it lasts for the exact same amount of time hmm. like, so like now the now everybody is like oh this is what he was feeling maybe yeah, pretty much i don't know i kind of like that idea i'll have to check it Possibly. out 
Ooh. I mean, he would how be connect- synced in. How connected is it? Ah! It was just really, really cool to watch. Yeah, yeah it's pretty good. And, you know, multiverse, Natasha's alive somewhere Yeah, in some yeah. other universe. Yeah, in an infinite number of universes. Yeah, just call up. Listen, if you're going to keep it animated, it, just call up Laura <laughs> Bailey. You already hire her for, to be Black Widow elsewhere. There you go. Yeah. The, there are an infinite number of universes where Clint went instead of her. Shut your <laughs> mouth. That's, that's the way infinite works. Yep. <laughs> oh, I cannot wait for Yelena's appearance in Hawkeye. That's going to be super gonna be, exciting. It's going to be yeah. fucking phenomenal. As I hope, I really want her to. Can she steal the dog? No. I want her. Look. No. She can, no. She Katie can steal. Is the one who has to take Lucky. She can Katie steal. and Lucky can be friends. She can steal <gasps> Katie Bobby and Clint! Lucky. She's going to steal both the human and the dog from Clint. Well, it's only fair that if she's the heir to the Black Widow legacy, then she gets to be BFFs with, with the heir Hawkeye. to the Hawkeye legacy. Yeah. Ah. That's perfect. And they can have puppy playdates. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, she and can make a... And she can find a way to uh set up Kate and America when they eventually start dating. <laughs> <laughs> They're introducing America at like 14 years old, which they also I introduced said, Billy at so 10 years old. I said so eventually, okay? okay? Okay. I'm just frustrated with the fact that they're taking all the queer kids and making them like prepubescent. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that as they get older, they'll be able to do the thing in a few couple years. Yeah, but Kate's 22. Anyways, uh, if you enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, sure subscribe. <laughs> it was a banger. Yeah, this was a good episode, if I do yeah. say so myself. Rate, review, subscribe. Become a patron on our on the Dueling Genre Patreon. And until next time, remember that f- falling will kill you. So just don't don't fall. And buckle your seatbelt. Don't seat do belt. it. Buckle your buckle seat your seatbelt. Have good take, plans. Take, don't have shit plans. <laughs> um and you know, maybe don't maybe don't sue Disney. Okay. Well, uh, we'll see how that It's a labor out. dispute issue, and I tend to be on the side of labor in labor yeah, dispute me issues. Too. I just wish it wasn't Scarlett Johansson. I know. Well. It's going to be. Yeah, for anybody not paying attention to the uh, to the PR battle out there, it seems like ScarJo's winning. If you've been paying attention to the back and forth, the back and forth is like, she threw the first punch. They threw a pretty good punch back. And then everybody and then else started piling and on. And then everyone else piled on and have punched Disney like a dozen times. Like, Disney, I think I shared yeah. with you guys yeah. that clip from The Boys of, yeah. like, everybody beating up the, <laughs> yeah. the the Nazi superhero and being like, you know, that's Disney. Yeah. Yeah, it's like that. As yeah. they should. <laughs> I'm always going to be on the side of workers hitting back at big corporations. <clears throat> Me too. Because fuck Jeff Bezos and his penis rocket ship. <laughs> Chris Excelsior us out of this episode. Uh, Excelsior. 